Welcome to Jibber Jabber with Jace. Welcome back to Jibber Jabber with Jace. I am here answering some questions about my current sports officer campaign. And my friend Michaela is here once again to ask me some questions. I put a story up asking everyone to ask me some questions about me or my campaign. So we are answering them in a podcast. Nice. Okay. So the first question, Joes, what's the best thing about being sports officer this year? I mean, this year's been different, but I've definitely still took a lot from it. I would say the best thing this year is just being in that you can really see the difference that you're making being in the position that you're in and being in that position to make positive change and make sure that students and clubs that I was once a part of and kind of continue to be a part of and see how your actions then benefit people like you. Um, I would say that is the best thing about being sports officer this year, even though not a lot of sports been taking place. But. Yeah, yeah. Despite all that, it's it's good that you still have like a love and a passion for for the position, which is great. Okay. Do you think navigating through the pandemic has helped your ability to rerun? I think definitely. I think it's so important that we have continuity in this role next year. Mm. It it just makes such a difference. In the summer when you start the role in July, you then like I had to learn for like three months everything about the role. Mm. I won't have to do that this year. Mm. If I'm re-elected, I can literally hit the ground running and know exactly how to interpret all of the national governing bodies and make sure sport returns in the quickest way possible. And that's going to be so key about getting sport back on the road and giving people those sporting opportunities that they've been missing so much this year. Nice. Yeah, that that sounds super, super good. And in a way, you won't have to sort of develop on any skills. You've, you've already had that chance to sort of baptism by fire, if you will, and then just move forward from there. Great. Um, now, tell me about your manifesto points. What can we be looking forward to if you were in the position of sports officer? So my manifesto this year is revamp varsity, strengthen relationships, support clubs and drive participation and engagement. All sound like good things. All sound like good things. <laughs> so this year, obviously, with revamp varsity, I had that on my manifesto last year. But this year, the way it's gone, I haven't been able to do everything that I wanted to do with the series. So um, I really want to... I want to bring opening and closing ceremonies to the series, involve more varsity volunteers than ever before, more student volunteers to get involved, but also involve student groups and societies in the series. And um, I think that would be so key in bringing back varsity and making it bigger and better than ever. And I already am in that position to know who I have the relationships with to make that happen. Mm. So that's something I definitely want to work on. Mm -hmm. Okay, super cool. And just if we're talking about one of Going back to one of your manifesto points, driving participation and engagement, how would you go about doing that? How do you increase the amount of engagement within sport? Yeah, so this is a really key point. I think that there's always more that we can do to engage certain groups of students. I think that um, we're missing the spot with some people. So I would look to work with the part-time officers in the Students' Union and talk to them about their networks and really understand what can be done to best engage them so talk to the international officer and go okay so how can we make a sport more kind of appealing and inclusive to international students because I think that we don't engage as many of them as we should and we should do that we should be running international sports festivals and really spotlighting international mm. sport and it was also working with the sports executive committee that I set up this year there's um different representatives from different areas of sport so I'd work with those on the committee and make sure that we were including them in sport too very cool very cool. Okay, and how will you work with UN Sport as a whole? I mean, what UN Sport has done so well, kind of 
persisting and staying resilient this year. They've well, really that's that's well. from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've done well. I mean, I work in the students' union; it's a partnership. But I've mm. definitely had been involved in a lot of things that have been going on this year. But as a whole, I think I just work with them on their vision for sport and ensure that their kind of priorities are still prioritizing that doesn't make sense but <laughs> they're still prioritizing the student experience and mm. making sure they're making the sport provision at university the best it can be super cool okay and during your time at knots what really sparked you to to run for sports officer like what what part of being part of a club really made you want to have to give the opportunity for others to have that experience so in my first year I was coming back from an injury I was uh, I pulled my hamstring so many times but in my first year I was like nervous about starting sport again and I nearly didn't try it I was like oh you know what maybe it's done maybe mm. I'm too old now and then I trialed and I got into the second team at university and that was the best thing I ever did. Do you know when you look back and you have those life-altering decisions? Mm. That genuinely was one of them. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have graduated without finding the people I found in my sport club. Mm-hmm. But also having that um, opportunity to stay fit and active. It's so important for your mental health, like as you said. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to be social sec. I love being social sec. I absolutely love the organising of it and love being that person for people. So I love like including people. Mm-hmm. And I always try to kind of make sure that you're including everyone. No matter what you're doing, it's so important that you're acknowledging everyone and making people feel welcome. For sure, for sure. And that was like a really big priority of mine as social sec. And mm. I loved working with my social sec partner. We were a good duo. Nice. Um, and yeah, you make those relationships that yeah. just stay with you forever. And I think being social sec played a big part in that. And then I went on to be president. So you I was did. like, not stopping there. I was like, I want to be the student representative for the club. And may I say, nothing but respect for my president. Still, <laughs> still nothing but respect. Nothing but respect for my president. But um, yeah, I love being president. You take on more responsibility. And you get to be that person who goes to all of the meetings, like the performance sport reviews, and you sit there and you represent your whole club Mm. in that meeting. And I love that. And that's what really engaged me. Like, I was like, I don't want to stop this here. Mm. And I was already considering running for sports officer because I met previous sports officers at our alumni sports day. Mm. Um, and I was like, this is like a, a bit of me. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh, I thought. Man. And then, um, yeah, I just was started planning my campaign and that was that really. Nice. And obviously I was lucky enough to get um, elected last year in the middle of a pandemic. So yeah. lucky girl. A, a big feat, a big feat. And it's one I, I think we're all really grateful for. I think it's undersold how much strain and uh, adjustment had to be made during COVID. Uh, in order to have sports still be funded and still be a part and have the same amount of interest as there was before. So how will you work with welfare in sport? So welfare in sport, I've been working with them this year. Um, They are a student-led campaign and they do some great work. Like they have their own website this year. They have their own podcast. Nice. And their whole reason they're doing it is great like the importance of sport for your welfare and I really relate to that and can kind of 
see how important it is and it's great to see how much work they've been doing and mm. I know Izzy their welfare and sport chair who asked this question shout out Izzy if you're listening <laughs> um but yeah the the how she managed it being a fourth year medic student it's a lot it's a lot I'm sure I don't know how she does it yeah but, um she took it from strength to strength but next year I think it's just supporting them of whatever they want to do I know they had some plans this year to do like a big welfare and sport kind of conference mm-hmm. And COVID kind of put a pause on that in a way because it would have been great to have that in person, mm. but that's just not possible this year. So I'd love to be in a position to support that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's, I'm as a sports officer, I think you've just got to support welfare and sport how they want you to do it. Mm. I think it's really important that you don't kind of get involved when you don't have to. Mm. Um, but I think another thing I'd like to do with welfare and sport is... I set up the sport exec, as I mentioned, this year, and we have a welfare officer on the sport exec. Mm. But I think it makes more sense to align their priorities, so bring someone from welfare and sport onto the sport exec, so then we kind of all know what's going on. Right. Um. So that is how I would work with welfare and sport. That's very cool. That's very cool. I um I forgot to talk about two of my manifest big points, so I will just waffle about them. Yeah, go for um, it. So strength and relationships is another manifest big point of mine. Mm. And I think it's really important that this happens this year. There's so many relationships that need to be strengthened, whether that's commercial relationships with player layer, whether that's relationships with Sutton Bonington and making sure that we're doing all that we can to engage those students and support those students to get involved with sporting opportunities. Completely, completely. It's such a, it's such a huge escape for a lot of people. 100%. Mm. And I think people treat satellite campuses like a tick box sometimes. Mm. Like, they oh, will do this for Sutton Bonington, but actually doing something for those yeah. students. Like, I think it's missed sometimes. So mm. that, that's a really big priority of mine. Like, building upon the relationships that were established prior, not just sort of doing the bare minimum and then moving on. Exactly. Nice. Like, I'm, I'm quite lucky this year. Like, I've had a, such a good working relationship with Amy Bagster, the Sutton Bonington Sports and Activities Officer. Mm. And we've been able to launch a survey and get a lot of movement in the university. And we now have a hopper bus going directly from Sutton Bonington to David Ross. Mm. And they're reviewing the whole timetable to fit in with early morning and late evening training sessions. Super cool. And that's probably one of the biggest moments yeah. of my officer year. For sure, for sure. Because I, I can even, as I was a part of football, there were so many girls who joined and then just couldn't couldn't make it because they couldn't come to the morning training sessions exactly. I'm sure that's going to make a massive difference for them exactly and that's what inspired me to do it because I knew that was a thing mm. so that's another one and also the whole relationship between the students union you and sport that's a partnership mm. but it's nowhere near perfect and I think that it can be go it could go to even more strength to strength so that mm. would be a priority of mine and another one is support clubs like this year it's going to be so important clubs have the support they need and it can't just be a tick box like it's like you need to continue and lobby the university to do what they can to support those sport clubs clubs who have lost members they haven't recruited the same way and they've lost the kind of engagement that there once was just Mm. because of covid obviously they've had the online offer and the clubs have been amazing this year of what they've offered but um it will be so important to make sure that the support's in place to allow them to thrive again and i'd work with the club development officers to ensure that we're tailoring committee training Mm. um and making sure that all clubs are acknowledged and celebrated. That would be a really big priority of mine because we have 75 sport clubs. Wow. And big number. Yeah, big number. And we're lucky that we do have that many. Mm. And I would more. Like, mm. I think that we shouldn't stop there. So nice. that would be a priority of mine. Wow. Shows us lots, lots of things to be excited about. Lots of, lots of people, I'm sure, really keen to see what's going to happen. Um, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me, Nikki. Well, it's a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And remember to use your voice in the student leader elections. Joe Stewart. <laughs> again. Joe Stewart again. <laughs>